Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Bardstown. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy. Andy, how you doing? You know, not too bad. Uh, Last weekend, of course, got to see the Bengals eke out a win on the shoulders of their rookie kicker. I love it. (laughs) The closest win they could possibly probably ever get um right i we i went into overtime i was like this is gonna end up being a tie yeah typical i i legitimately thought it was gonna be a tie until he hit that field goal absolutely yeah so everyone we're really excited about today's episode uh we are gonna be talking of course about bardstown great distillery with a lot of incredible products and i'm uh, particularly excited about this one because this bottle from bardstown was actually a present from my fiance. Uh, she was supposed to be getting me last, this was last Christmas, so, you know, we're coming up probably nine months or so, and she was supposed to be getting me a PlayStation 5, and they're still, like, almost impossible Sony being Sony. <laughs> exactly. So, we never got the PS5, and she's like, well, that's like a $500 gift that I was supposed to get you that I never ended up getting, so that she's bought me a couple smaller gifts since then, uh, and this was a, it was a very fine gift. It's a $130 bottle, uh, which is... And, of the, course, you got an even better gift. What's... <laughs> I coming out post... Um, Christmas last year, uh, you know, a yes. Oh, uh, yes. For priceless. The, for the, the engagement, <laughs> yeah. So, and then, of course, I get this on top of that, so I'm obviously a very lucky man. Uh, but she, yeah, this is $130, the most expensive bottle on my shelf. It's delicious, and I'm super excited about the uh, the, the podcast and kind of the story behind this bottle, and, and uh, I think without further ado, we should just jump on in. Andy, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Bardstown Distillery. Of course. I mean, this is one that I've been excited about, too. Um, you know, for a long time, always wanted to try and either save up and afford one of their bottles or even find one of their bottles uh, here in Cincinnati since there's I've only find a, found a select few stores that actually carry them. But, um, you know, this Bardstown Bourbon Company, they're, of course, in the eponymous name, um, named city, Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, it founded about six years ago in 2015, but, of course, the idea for them came around... 2013-ish, um, after their founder, master distiller, and some of their other board members, like I think their COO and one or two other people kind of just had the idea of like that they should create this um, distillery, basically. Um, and the idea that they came up with, which of course now we know as Barthtown Bourbon and Barthtown Distilling, um, was to them to create, you know, exceptional whiskeys, not only for themselves, um, but also at the same time, collaborate with some of the other, you know, biggest names in the industry. I mean, I'm talking Jefferson's, uh, Heaven Hill, Barton, 1792, uh, High West, I think are like some of the ones that they've in various different formats, either directly collaborated with to do stuff or collaborated kind of in a series to do things. Um, you know, to create exceptional whiskeys. And it was something that, uh, like I was just saying, it was either co- direct collaborative ventures where, you know, Bardstown Bourbon would create the um, create the mash bill and everything and, you know, do everything from creating that all the way to barreling it, distilling it, barreling it, and then bottling it for them. I, well, I assume bottling it at least. Um, or, you know, they'll do those, like, different limited 
release series in joint collaboration with other distilleries. Uh, of course, the most recent one of them being um, re- it's coming out like late October I, uh, of 2021. I want to say around the 22nd. Hmm. The news that I've heard at least. Um, and it's a collaborative uh, series that is between them, Logstill, Preservation Bourbon, uh, Heaven Hill, and James B. Beam, which is, I think, not the Jim Beam distillery. Like, it's technically a separate distillery. Gotcha. Um, that's the sense I got from the articles and everything I read on it. Um, and it's just like a collaborative series where each distillery is going to make, like, their own commemorative bottle to kind of celebrate not only bourbon history and heritage, but also, I think, more specifically, Bardstown, the city, um, which is some argue, at least in Kentucky, is kind of the king city of bourbon making. Hmm. Um, and it's only, av- and I think those bottles are only going to be available on site. Um, every article I said said on site, so I don't know if that necessarily means Bardstown only, or if like each distillery, if they have a gift shop, is going to be. Um, you know, having their bottles there at their gift shop as well. Yeah. But it's something that they're kind of releasing jointly, all of those distilleries, this whole line of bourbons in their own expressions. Um, we'll have to just keep an eye out and see exactly where it's available. Of course, yeah. Um, as a celebration to Bourbon Heritage Month, which is, I think, September, so it's ending soon here. Oh, wow. Um, Good thing we're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we're, we're drinking and celebrating in our own way here. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of which, cheers, yeah. sir. Cheers. Let's, uh, oh yeah. yeah. Get it while it's hot. Ooh, baby, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. And of course, this is something that, like, that collaborative, uh, you know, collaborative efforts and everything and mindset to want to create just, like, the best experience possible in the distilling in the distilling world at least for bourbon um the distilling world yeah you know has translated over into everything they do i mean i don't know if john you've seen what their distillery and their operations and everything look like but it looks like immaculate yeah i've Uh, i've seen just uh based on some pictures and it looks like you said immaculate it's incredible yeah yeah it's like a it's like a freaking spaceship it's i mean super sleek and modern and just gone all out massive massive uh, yeah complex there yeah i mean it's it's something it's something it's a massive complex i think it's around 100 acres in total their main location gotcha something around there i think um and it's something that it's not just some distilling barreling operations there um, for themselves and others. It's also they have a kitchen and bar there. Uh, you know, food a restaurant. looks amazing. Exactly. I looked at their menus. Oh my god, it looks so good. Yeah. You know, and of course the restaurant for the, both of those, um, and just overall, uh, you know, other customer focused experiences. Um, yeah, it's very elegant, very upscale, yeah. a high class. You almost feel like you yeah. could be wearing like a suit when you walk in. With, <laughs> Dang with, how, with, yeah. how, with how cool uh, looking and how I just modern and sleek and just really sharp looking yeah uh, it's, yeah i mean and the warehouse is just massive like you mentioned yeah it kind of it kind of reminds me a little bit of what new riff here in northern kentucky just south of cincinnati looks yeah. like a little bit yeah. just on such a on like steroids much, yeah on steroids yeah. basically 
Agreed. Um, I, yeah, they do have a very similar aesthetic. Exactly. And, of course, in these operations, it's something that, you know, not only they're focused on us as the customers buying the bourbon, they're also focused on, you know, their customers, like I've been mentioning earlier, uh, their customers um, being other distilleries. Yeah. You know, that they do with custom distilling, uh, uh, you know, a custom distilling program um, and barreling bottling program for them where they've actually developed, I think, 50 plus mash bills in total. I think only about three to four of those are actually like Bardstown Bourbon Company themselves, like solely for themselves. Okay. As far as I could find, like on their website and everything, only about a handful of them are solely being used for them. But somewhere around 50 plus in total, um, you know, they've done in that program to help other um, distilleries. So they're kind of not, they're kind of focusing on both ends of it, like distilling for themselves, as well as, I don't want to say sourcing for others, because they're, because they're not really truly, I think, sourcing for others, in the sense that most people think of sourcing, but they are helping collaborate to build those products. Gotcha. Um and of course, with those mash bills, um, you know, for them at least, you know, in those three to four different mash bills that they have, um, the corn, depending on which one you're getting, corn ratio ranges anywhere from about 60 to 75% in the mash bill. Um, and then depending on which um, product you're talking, which bourbon or whiskey you're talking about from them, it'll contain at least two of the following. Uh, the malted barley, uh, which will be about anywhere between 4 to 12% of the mash bill. Um, wheat at about 10 to 20% of the mash bill. And then rye at anywhere between 8 and 36% of the mash bill. Which I think, like I said, I think those are just solely for their proprietary mash bills that they're using for that. Um, and of course, these translate into um, you know three main products that they have. Um, that there that bear their label as well as they think creating other um, down the line they have of course plans to create like solely their own. Um, that's not just similar to what they're doing in these, but the three main ones they're doing now at least are their Fusion series and Discovery series, both of which I think as of mid to late twenty twenty one as we speak are in series six. Okay, uh, for them. And then, of course, they have, um, I think these are, might only be available at the distillery because I haven't seen them anywhere, like, on shelves, at least here in Cincinnati. Um, like, different finishing labels where they'll finish, it, much like what Angel's Envy kind of does. Um, you know, they'll finish it in, say, a different, like, wine casks, like red and white wine casks, um, sherry casks, port casks, anything like that. You know, they kind of finish them to create... Um, different one-off expressions of what their, you know, their bourbon and their whiskey can be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually looking up here trying to figure out uh, when the Series 6 was released. Who was earlier this this year. Yeah, I think still it was, waiting on it. I think it was released early to middle of this year because I, I haven't seen it here in Cincinnati. The, the farthest along I've seen is either, um, I think, the Discovery Series, um, either... Um, series four or five on the shelves here in Cincinnati, at least. So I want to say it was probably released and just has not really, you know, probably fully hit 
um, gotcha. shelf, depending yeah. on where you're living. Yeah, I actually saw, now that I'm thinking about it, I actually saw the, um, I saw the, I had the Discovery Series, I don't know, wh- I don't know which one it was, but I had the Discovery Series up in uh, Indianapolis when we went up to St. Elmo's okay. Steakhouse. Uh, the ho- hotel bar had it, so I got a glass of that. And I saw the, the, um, the, uh, the Discovery Series for sale here in Cincinnati too, but yeah. I passed on it at the time. So yeah, the, same here. So the one that we're going to be um, doing today is the Prisoner. Uh, it's actually straight bourbon whiskey finished in the Prisoner French Oak Red Wine Barrels. Uh, 100 proofage. Um, really excited about this one. It's got a yeah. kind of a navy-ish label. label. Like na- yeah, like a um, navy gray. Like a navy gray, um, like kind of symbol or something engraved in the bottle, which I really can't even make out what it is. Do you have any idea what that is? Uh, let me see. I really can't. Let me look at it. It's hard to make out. It's got a gold uh, top, though, with the Bardstown B in it. Yeah. And, it's, and it is a heavy, heavy top. It's it's a really quality, high-quality bottle. With yeah, the, everything. They definitely did not spare an expense. Yeah, yeah the, I can't tell what that engraving yeah. or like that um, embossing on it. Is. Yeah, I can't like, tell either. But like something it, in change, cool, clearly. It's a, it's a cool, um, it's a cool symbol, or, yeah. or you know, engraving. But here uh, at the Madeira liquor store, it was, um, it was one hundred and thirty dollars uh, for the bottle. As I mentioned earlier, it's it's uh, this one actually is eighty four percent corn, eight percent rye, eight percent malted barley, um, and is aged nine years. So. We're, of course, super, super excited about it. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, let's go ahead and pour ourselves a glass of the Bardstown Bourbon Company, uh, the Prisoner series. Hopefully, we can, you know, you can get one of those. If not, try one of the other Bardstown products, and we'll uh, go ahead and give it a taste here. Okay, folks, now we have a glass of the Bardstown, the Prisoner poured. We're going to go ahead and dive into the tasting. As always, we're going to start with the nose. Very, very good nose. I get a slight hint of, like, oak. Yes. Um, but it, I mean, being in the red wine barrels, like it, it comes through like as a red wine, yeah. oaky. I th- I think that red there. wine barrel, uh, oh, the oakiness that you're talking about, it's very noticeable. You, yeah, like, you can tell that this was aged in, in red wine yeah. barrels. It smooths out some of like the oak, like what I think I get with some other bourbons that I don't like about oakiness. It definitely smooths out those edges to oh, the oakiness. Sure. Yeah, it's a very smooth, like you said, like rich smell to it, some dark fruits, things like that. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, do the jump into the palate here. I'm getting similar hints from the, you know, when you go from the, the nose to the palate. Lots of oak still, lots of dark fruit, red fruits, Still, kind yeah. of, you get that. I get a little bit of like wineness to it. Yeah, I get a like a little bit, along with that red wine, a little bit of like dark chocolate or something kind of in there. A little bit, a hint. Yeah. Um. Very. I mean, very, very well done. There is a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. At the at the at the end, almost. Like even though you know, I I know I'm gonna say smooth, and that might trigger some people to think like, oh, it's not good, or they didn't do it's a not good complex job, like, or anything like that. But it definitely is. It, it, it's complex. It's just it's they've definitely smoothed out it's the subtle. rough edges on yeah, it. Exactly. Like when I say smooth in a good way, they've rounded out those edges. Yeah. Yeah, you really get that that oaky um, 
the red wine barrel flavor, and I think it really yeah. it, it, it lingers around with you in a, in a good way as yeah. well. I'd say it's probably you know I don't know that I would want to pay 130 bucks, but it's definitely I'd probably pay like 90 to 100 bucks at least for it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's that's the price tag. So <laughs> this one might not yeah. be for you, Andy. But yeah, it's um it's definitely their products are pricey. I think they are worth it. Like if you're gonna do it every once in a while, like yeah, this like is get one bottle and keep around. Right. Yeah, like I this think is it's essentially a like this is essentially a Christmas gift. So it's like obviously it was a, it was purchased for a very special occasion. Yeah. So um you know we obviously are really enjoying it. And I'm glad we have it. Uh, but. I passed on a couple. It was at least one, maybe two Bardstown bottles I passed on because of the price tag. And eventually I was about to pull the trigger on this one, and Sarah snatched it up before I could. So I was really lucky. Yeah. Glad we got to taste it. And if we get any of the other uh, Discovery or Fusion series or whatever, you know, anything we'll else, sure else like that down the line, we'll, we'll give that one a try as well. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're at all of them. Just make sure you subscribe, leave a review, uh, download, listen, and share every episode of Distilled Discussions. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.